Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is our friend Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thank you guys for having me. Thank you for joining us. And we have all seen After Sun. Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so this is a 2022 film that we're catching up on. Um, I think the three of us all just recently saw it. Uh, it has been nominated for an Oscar for Paul Mescal, who, um, yeah, best, best actor nomination. It is set 20-ish years ago, a little unclear. Um, and what we are watching, although this isn't revealed until, I think, three quarters of the way through the movie, which we'll talk about a little <laughs> later, but it, we're watching the memories uh, of Sophie, who at the time of these memories, is uh, she's uh, celebrating her 11th birthday um, at this sort of resort with her father, who's played by Paul Mescal. And... Yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, if you want a plot for the movie, <laughs> that's the plot of the movie. Uh, so, Ryan, what did you think of After Sun? So, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it, yeah, it's set in the early 2000s. It, it kind of has a lot of, like, found footage type um, of uh, filmmaking to it. And it very much is following Sophie's memories of her relationship with her father and herself um, vacationing um, in Turkey um, back in the early 2000s. Um, it, it, it is just a very um, interesting film on how it's, how it's filmed. Um, this is Charlotte Wells, um, her first feature film. She's done three short films before this. So um, I was very um, just surprised and, and, and how uh, it was filmed and the techniques that she used. The camera will linger in certain areas they just won't really expect, and it just and it just is really uh, well made. Um, the actors that are in this um, just do a really good job. Um, obviously, Paul Mescal, who got a Best Actor nomination for this, and also Frankie Corio, who plays Sophie. She's she's really good in this, um, and I think they just do a really good job of a father daughter relationship, and it just has really just a kind of a slow burn movie, but there's a lot of emotional weight to it. Um, I think uh, Paul Mescal's uh, character as the dad has a lot of um, kind of depression that he's dealing with kind of under the surface. And you kind of can see that to kind of really start to show longer into the movie. And you can kind of see Sophie's character um, when she's older, kind of reflecting back on how her father tried to raise her and try to be the best dad he can. But he also was dealing with, you know, mental illness as well. And so she's just kind of reflecting that in her own life where she's at. Um, now with uh, appears to be her her wife and they have a baby as well um so it's just a really uh, kind of emotional movie especially kind of towards the end it really just kind of sneaks up on you um so i had a lot of emotions and feelings with this movie but it 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 is very well made and and i i really enjoyed it yeah so ultimately i i did really enjoy this movie um but you're right for me anyway the the emotional impact didn't come until the very end Mm-hmm. Um, it is such a subtle, subtle movie. Um, you are basically seeing, um, this vacation that, you know, this daughter and father are having together. Um, they, they do have a very convincing bond. I mean, it feels very real. Um, I think the, you know, the setting and everything feels very authentic and, um, 
But if you're wanting like a, a plot heavy movie, you might be disappointed because that's pretty much all you see through most of the film is just their experiences as they're vacationing. And there are just some little, very, you know, little glimmers um, into what's really happening with the father. Um, and, you know, there's, there's, uh, I guess, a little subplot with the, with the daughter kind of, you know, growing up and, you know, peering into maybe a little more of an adult world, but, um, it's so, so subtle. And then by the end, there's like some scenes that are kind of metaphors for what, (laughs) what might really be happening, um, later in her life and, and what's really going on. It's, it's, it's so subtle. It's, it's easy to miss. And maybe it even isn't even impactful for a lot of people. Um, but ultimately it did work for me, um, at the, by the very end. Um, so yeah, this is a very, very interesting film and one that I feel like will linger with me for a while. Well, I'm in the minority on this movie uh, because it did not work for me, uh, unfortunately. I mean, it has a 95% certified fresh from critics on the tomato meter and 81% from audiences. So people really like this movie and it really connects with folks, uh, obviously. So I went into this. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I went into this with expectations kind of high, uh, not only because of critical and audience acclaim, but, you know, Paul Meskel's Best Actor nomination. And... I mean, I'll talk about what I liked. I mean, it is, it's a well, it's technically a very well-made movie. It looks good. Um, I think uh, Gregory Oakey did the cinematography here and it looks, looks good. Uh, Charlotte Wells, I think in certain, in certain ways, I think Charlotte Wells did a really good job directing this. Um, But there are some good ideas floating around in this movie. I mean, you've got things like depression, grief, um, kind of the inheritance of trauma. Um, unfortunately, I didn't think those ideas were executed very well. Uh, and, and that's, I'm just speaking for myself, you know, I'm an artist objective. So, you know, <laughs> this is my subjective view. But, you know, and I am also someone who has watched and enjoyed many films that don't really have a, your standard plot. I and mean, they just kind of meander and you're just sort of ex- luxuriating them in, in them or you're experiencing them. So it's not that I have to have a, a, a standard plot to enjoy a film, but never more than during this movie was I sitting there thinking, like, please, can a, can a real plot kick in here? Can I cut a more standard plot kick in? Um, and because th- there's a couple of things I was wondering, like, okay, what is, what, what is this about? So early on, and we can talk about this if you want. I, I don't know whether this is just me, but. Early on, I, and even throughout most of the film, but I was thinking, oh, so this is going to be about how her father sexually abused her. Then there's a moment where they're getting ready to, her and her dad are getting ready to go scuba dive. And, you know, her dad's, you know, he's, he's got no shirt on. He's trying to get in his scuba gear. And look, Paul Mescal is a good looking man. He's very fit, you know, and he's in his late 20s. Um, and there is a very handsome scuba instructor who comes up to assist him and getting into a scuba gear, and they have this brief conversation, and I thought I saw maybe <laughs> some, a little bit of a spark or two, and I'm like, oh, so this is going to be about her dad, because you know he obviously was with a woman because he talks about her mom and mm-hmm. and whatever, but I'm like, this is going to be about her dad maybe trying to come to terms with liking men, 
But no, that goes nowhere. <laughs> um, so this movie kind of bebops along. And I'll stop here for right now because I, I've already I've introduced <laughs> some things. And I'm curious what you guys think of it. But there's more I have to say about it. But yeah, the, I'll kick it over back to you, Ryan. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with saying that I, I really, with hearing the high praise, I was kind of kind of waiting for like, where's this plot going to go? Where, when is it going to kick in? And then when I realized like about halfway through the movie, I was like, this is just a father daughter relationship. This is just kind of, kind of be one of those films that just they're at the resort and that's, that's the movie. And that's just, and just kind of let the movie just kind of like blossom into its own storytelling from there. Um, it just really, um, for me, it just, then I just kind of, when I understood that, Oh, that's, this is just, this is just the daughter and her father and the father trying to be the best he can. The daughter kind of is reflecting back onto um, her life of being with her dad and, and kind of going to this resort. And it just kind of, just kind of goes from there. And, um, and for me, it just, it, it, it just worked. Um, I, I watched it. And after I watched it, I said, I want to watch this movie again. <laughs> I watched it the next day because it, it just there was just something about it. I just really wanted to just just watch it again. It just it's something just lingered like Ashley said, just lingered with me. And there was just, you know, it 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 didn't it didn't have, you know, it didn't really like take you like anywhere. It, it didn't really like have a lot of plot points or anything. It just was a very, very subtle, very um you know, kind of um in a way, uh, kind of standard father daughter but, but there was something like deeper behind it i don't know if it was like the filmmaking or the actors but um there's just there's something deeper with their relationship and their bond um and uh just the way that um charlotte wells kind of directed this movie it just there's just some emotional weight and pull that just really just kind of just it worked for me and it just really opened up and i can see why people you know might go into this movie and be like i i, I, don't, I don't really get it I, I didn't you know why i watched you know an hour and 40 minutes of this um it didn't really take me anywhere i didn't really feel that emotion. I, I get that it's, that's perfectly fine kind of like tar this is you know a movie i can see people watching and be like i don't really this wasn't my cup of tea and i, I totally understand um it, it is a slow burner it is very subtle but there's just there's just a something with the story and, and the relationship with the father daughter just it really worked for me and I just I, I found that that deep emotional weight with it and and I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I I agree with you, Matt. In that for me, the most of this movie was a question mark as I was watching it. <laughs> I was like, what what is the point and what is happening and when is something going to happen and and i never picked up on the uh, the sexual abuse stuff but i did i did pick up on that one scene with the the scuba scuba instructor and i thought oh maybe there's a there's a gay element here but then i thought well that's probably just me being gay but um <laughs> so yeah but the whole time i i was kind of thinking okay when is the story going to happen but then but then yeah but ultimately you realize that there is no story really. It's just this remembrance and this kind of pleasant remembrance that she's having punctuated at the end by something that makes it all very melancholy and sad mm -hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and for me very powerful. So that's all this movie is. And I don't know if I, maybe that's, I guess it's enough for me. Mm -hmm. I wish it had been enough for me. Um, so <laughs> Some other things that I just didn't work for me. Um, there are interspersed 
in this movie, uh, scenes that I are sort of again. And here's the thing: and people are probably listening to this who love this movie and are like, <laughs> "Are you?" De- you dense like what's wrong with you but like there there's these scenes that at first i was like oh so is this at a disco or or what like and it was basically like in this darkened area with people dancing her dad is definitely there like the whole time as one of those people and the strobe lights mm-hmm. and this that little snippets of that are are interspersed throughout this film and so i was confused at first not confused but when it first occurred i was like Oh, okay. Well, this is interesting, but we are probably, this is probably going to come into play a little bit later. Like I, my brief assumption was, okay, this is her dad. He, you know, when he puts her to bed at, at the night in the room, he goes out and he's having fun. We haven't gotten to that part of the movie yet, <laughs> but this is kind of a jump ahead <laughs> snippet of him at a disco having fun. And then we kept seeing that scene. We never were getting to it. I'm like, Okay, this is a very big jump ahead, right? And and then it's interesting, and maybe this is just me projecting, but after that scene with the scuba instructor, when we had one of those flash strobe flashing scenes, I'm like, I swear I saw the scuba instructor <laughs> and her dad, Paul Mescal, like dancing together. And I'm like, oh, so like they met up at a, at a club later, and they're like, but but no, I don't think it was that. And and then later on, I think what we learn is that this was not a real thing. It's sort of metaphorical. And I got to be honest with you, it just didn't work. Because, again, for me, it just it just left me disoriented and confused about what is this, ultimately. And, and it's weird because, again, I have watched so many movies where they just sort of meander. And there's no standard plot structure. And they do kind of throw in these metaphorical things. And I am just moved to tears. <laughs> and in here, I was like what is going on? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I, I, I was never, it kept taking me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so, so that was a, that was a thing that, that, that bugged me. Um, I, I, if there's a thing I could, a nugget here that I can cling on to, although again, I don't think it was totally executed well, but, or even delved into enough, but there is sort of this, like what I said, this sort of inheritance of trauma, which I don't necessarily mean genetic, although it could be genetic, but it's situational where, you know, and Ryan kind of mentioned this earlier, like Paul Meskel is the father. His character is trying to do the best he can as a father. Mm-hmm. It's obvious that Sophie, his daughter, it, he and Sophie's mom split up. They're not together anymore. So he's got her for this a few, like a week or so for her birthday. And he's doing as best as he can as a dad. But there's a scene where Sophie asks him about a birthday he had, like when he turned 11. And ba- I mean, and, and to paraphrase, it sucked. <laughs> um, and so you can tell he, he maybe didn't have the happiest childhood, but he's trying to do right by Sophie. But this depression is creeping in and is infiltrating and, 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 and kind of just not it's it's creeping in on this holiday right and you know we see we see this manifest in various ways and 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 then we we do have a couple again like three-fourths of the way through the movie we finally all of a sudden there's this there's a real flash forward to i guess present day and we see adult sophie in bed with her partner waking up at night and we learn through some dialogue it is sophie's birthday again 
and Sophie seems miserable. And we, I think we only see Sophie again in, in present day in one other really quick scene. And, and here's the thing. Those two present day scenes are really quick. We don't see a lot and they're dark. But we get the impression Sophie is miserable. Mm-hmm. And it was unclear to me, is Sophie miserable all the time? Or is it just because it's her birthday and something about her birthday gets her depressed? That was a little unclear to me. Regardless, Sophie seems very unhappy. And <laughs> I was thinking about how the she she has either genetically or situationally inherited her father's depression. Mm. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's, again, that is not in any way really spelled out in this movie, but that was something I was taking from it. And I, and I, I, I guess that I like, um, but I also don't know what I think of a movie. Cause here's the interesting thing. So before we watched this movie, the only thing I knew about it was that it was critically acclaimed and had Academy Award nomination for best actor. But when I, and, and, and aside from that, I, I had read the, the IMDb plot teaser, which says Sophie reflects on the shared joy and private melancholy of a holiday she took with her father 20 years earlier. Memories real and imagined fill the gaps between as she tries to reconcile the father she knew with the man she didn't. So, you know, I, I would have been very curious to, to really know what I would have, what I really would have thought of this going in completely cold without the foreknowledge that <laughs> what we were seeing for like the first 75% of the movie was like, not just, obviously it was set sometime in the past, but that this was somebody in present day remembering something from that long ago. I would, I, I kind of would wonder to know how I would have reacted to it, not knowing that, but it wasn't to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The movie doesn't really go into, um, because you said the scenes uh, with Sophie in modern day are very short. So it doesn't really give us a lot of insight into what her current situation is. Um, I guess my my interpretation of what we were seeing was perhaps it's been only recently that her father has passed or is no longer in her life. Or We don't know anything about it. We don't know anything yeah. about it. So I feel like, but it's obvious that she has the the camera that he used to photograph her leaving. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he's no longer in her life in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's her birthday. So she's remembering back to this one pleasant birthday. Right. And that's making her sad because her father's no longer in her life. So I, that's the only kind of interpretation that I have for why she is kind of in this mood <laughs> that we see her in. Um, but you're right. It, it really isn't, um, spelled out and I, I, I yeah go ahead I was just gonna say Ash, it, it leaves a lot for interpretation I think I think there's a lot it just doesn't put on the table it just kind of shows you and I think depending on your own maybe you know wherever you are in your own life and, and how you take this film subjectively is it just it kind of allows you to kind of paint the picture for yourself on on where the story uh is and where it goes from there. Yeah. I mean, I think even that IMDB um, synopsis is doing some interpretation that yeah. is not actually in the movie. Yeah. What do you think is interpretive about that? 
Well, the fact that she's, it says like she's comparing it, this memory that she has with the father, with the man he really was or, or, or whatever. I don't know. It seems kind of interpretive. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, um, it seems pretty obvious to me that, you know, these memories are of our, and I say obvious now knowing what it is, right? That it is an adult looking back on when they were a kid and this maybe uh, for whatever reason, this particular birthday sticks out to her, right? And she's looking back and I think maybe as a kid, she perceived something was a little off. Because this is sort of an interesting birthday for her because, yeah, she's a kid. I mean, she's 11. I'll be honest with you. I was a little shocked when they talked about her being 11 because up to that point, I thought she was like 14. She's a very mature 11-year-old in various ways that this movie kind of, like, touches upon. But she's still a kid, but she's also kind of on the cusp of, you know... She's she's about to be a tween, you know, or maybe is, I don't know if you consider 11 years old to be a tween, but, um, and, you know, like boys are starting to notice her. She's starting to notice boys. Um, and she's able to sense or even see directly that something is off with her father. Like her father, mm-hmm. again, is trying to present this, hey, this is a fun holiday we're going on for your birthday, which also then his birthday is a few days later, right? But like they're like, you know, it's a fun holiday for your birthday, yay. But she, I think, senses the melancholy that is underlying there. Mm -hmm. And I think as an adult, she is really picking up, when she's remembering it, she thinks she's picking up even more on the duality Mm -hmm. of the happy front that is being presented by her dad, but his true nature, which is that he's very depressed. So I think I think the IMDb summary is fairly spot on with that. Okay. <laughs> Any further thoughts, Ryan? Um, just that. Uh, um, it, it for me, I feel like this is a movie that I need. Like I, I don't know. I I I understand. You know, it not working for everybody. Um, and 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 it just you know resonate or connecting with you. I totally get that. And um. But for me, for the people that I feel like that it does resonate with, I, I, I want to, you know, eventually, you know, watch this a couple more times just to just to really um, see if I can find any other interpretations or connections with it. Because um, even when I watched it the second time around, I, I found some more deeper meaning behind it, and, and just the, the ending, I knew it was coming, and it just it felt even more powerful to me when I when I got to it again. Um, so it's just a, it's a movie that's it's very subtle. It, it, yeah, it, it doesn't, the plot is very, very small, but it is just a really, to me, a beautiful relationship between a father and a daughter and a father really trying to do his best to give his daughter the best that he can in life and the daughter kind of reflecting back on that and that bond that they had. And there's just something, yeah, there's something melancholy about it. There's something just, and maybe it's because I recently became a father. Um, so maybe that's why it connected with me a little bit more and just on, and just, there's just, there's just that, that bond and that, acting with it was just very powerful and and i just got really emotional at the end and and i and i want to go back and revisit this movie uh several more times just to see if i can get anything more out of it so yeah (laughs) all right so what would you give it out of 10 ryan i would get a uh give it a 9.5 ashley um i'm gonna give it 8.5 okay i'll give it a six 
Um, so our score is an eight, and that is After Sun. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Yeah.